Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Born like this, into this, as the chalk faces smile, as Mrs. Death laughs. Ah, yes, that was an impression of my favorite writer and poet, Charles Bukowski. Uh, That was his poem, or the beginning of his poem, Dinosauria Wee. But I thought talking about Bukowski a little bit would make complete sense. Because today we're going to be talking about, are you an artist? And what makes you an artist? What makes you able to say that you're an artist? One of my other favorite and highly quotable poems by Charles Bukowski is called Roll the Dice. And if you haven't read it, I encourage you to Google it. uh, Roll the Dice by Charles Bukowski. I'd love to read you the whole thing here, but uh, I found that it's very hard to acquire the legal uh, rights to read this whole thing. So um, I'm just going to paraphrase a little bit. It's called Roll the Dice, and he talks about if you're going to try, go all the way. And he talks about how it's a commitment, and this could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean losing wives. It could mean losing girlfriends. It could mean madness, uh, derision. But then he goes on to say how you'll do it though. And you'll do it against all odds and it'll be the best thing that you've ever done. Essentially. It ends very poetically by saying you will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight there is. What an encouragement uh, for us artists to just do it against all odds. Like I said, Google it, give it a goog as Pete Holmes would say, and check it out. It's uh, it's really worthwhile. Some of his poetry is just uh, surprisingly beautiful. Um, it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> Bukowski was a notorious drunkard and really kind of fit into uh, my lifestyle at the time. Um, very crass, but just from the drunken gut, really just profound and, and beautiful. So if you don't like a lot of bad words or sexual content, uh, don't say I didn't warn you. But this one, Roll the Dice. Oh, man, what a beautiful poem. That poem used to give me so much inspiration all the time when I would read it. And it fit in perfectly with my whole kind of 
tortured artist uh, mindset at the time. You just really had to suffer for your art. And you know what? It still is inspiring to me now looking back on it because art is a full-time commitment. Being an artist, calling yourself an artist, making art your living is a full-time commitment and it takes every ounce of you to do it and to succeed. Now, do I think you have to suffer that much to call yourself an artist? That's what we're going to get into a little bit today. But I also wanted to talk about my mentor, my mentor and a professor at my university, uh, Robert Gilmore, old school Boston painter. He taught me what it was like to be an artist. And I think he would agree with Bukowski in, uh, in this fashion. He would always say to me in his thick Boston accent, you know, Preston, being an artist, being an artist is not something to take lightly. I don't think you can call yourself an artist unless you've painted at least 30 or 40 paintings. <laughs> and I would always, at the time, I was like, wow, I painted like five or 10. I was like, I got a long ways to go before I can call myself an artist. And he would also say, you know, don't ever let anyone into your studio. You have to invite them in. They don't just waltz into your studio. You have to invite them in like a vampire. And I agree with them. You know, we have to take our practice seriously. We have to take it all very seriously. But I think the world has changed so much. I think with social media and with Instagram and all these different things, YouTube, people are getting such a window into your art and your soul. And it's so easy to do that now. And it's almost expected. People want it. They, they, crave it. They ask for it. And if you don't give it to them, it's almost like you're not shunned, but it's almost like they just kind of go to the next person. So I think being an artist has changed in that respect and not that respect alone. So let's talk about this a little bit. I think a lot of it boils down to uh, one certain distinction, and that is artist and creative. Are you a creative person or are you an artist? There are many people who are creative um, and they have hobbies. They create as a hobby. They create for fun. They have the capacity to create. I think everybody has the capacity to create. And that's why I think, you know, and, and in this podcast, I use the term creatives a lot because I think it is a little bit of a distinction between artists. I think some, that's something that's a badge that is not to be worn lightly um, it's almost it's like crossing the border from being somebody who has the capacity to create into someone who is a full-blown artist and does it for a living or is trying to do it for a living or has put in a lot of time and effort, energy, blood, sweat, and tears, uh, you name it. So I don't think you necessarily have to do the Bukowski way and be sleeping out on a park bench and risk derision or losing wives, although that does happen. And I certainly risked a lot of stuff in my past and had some really dark moments and dark times. Um, and I do feel like it made my art richer. And I do feel like it has kind of become the full picture of what I am as an artist and, and brought me to the level that I'm at. I don't think everybody needs to do that. However, you can be an artist. You can definitely be a happy artist. I'm a happy artist now. Um, but I don't think you necessarily have to follow that game plan to be an artist. I think as long as you are pursuing art 
as long as it's something that you really pour yourself into, you know, your heart and soul and your energy and you really dig deep when you're creating, like Scott Meskel said in my, in my interview, as long as you're digging deep, as long as you're really putting yourself out there and it's a form of expression that you almost have to do. It, it doesn't matter if it's a hobby or something you do on the weekends or something you're trying to pursue full time or you are doing it full time or you know, you got a part-time job and you create on the on the weekends or in the evenings or in the early morning. I think as long as that element is there, that it's a need, it's a desire that pushes you forward to create. I think that makes you an artist. I mean, I know there's a lot of people who are going to debate me on this. I'll probably get a lot of emails or feedback on social media, maybe even more than any of my other ones, because I don't know why this is such a touchy subject with people. But I do think as much as I'd like to throw around the term artist for people who have chosen to pursue this and to pour themselves in their entire life pursuit into this, I think it's kind of wrong for someone to say, um, you know, I, um, I made a sketch the other day. Oh, I just started sketching. I'm an artist. Uh, no, I mean, you're creative. You're, you're being creative. You're following a creative action and, and creative pursuit, but it, it doesn't necessarily make you a full-time artist. I don't think you can wear the badge of artist at that point. Now, it is a very arbitrary thing to say, oh, you can't call yourself an artist unless you've created 30 paintings or 30 sculptures or, you know, 30, you've written 30 poems or published 30 books. I think it's, it's very arbitrary. And you could, you know, what's, what stops you from saying a hundred or a thousand? I definitely don't think that's as much as I love my mentor who's passed now. Uh, I'm so thankful for what he taught me. Uh, and I learned a lot about how to carry myself as an artist and how to take it seriously as a profession. I don't, I do think that's arbitrary. It's almost like the arbitrary date of people coming back to work from the virus, which will not be named. It's like, well, at some point you just say, okay, we're coming back. Uh, damn the torpedoes and full speed ahead. We're coming back. And I think that's at some point that's you cross that line too, where you're just like, well, you know, what? I'm just an artist. I've been doing, I've been doing this now, whether, whether I'm pursuing it full time or I've been doing it as a, as a hobby for five years. Um, if it's something that you're really just, you can't stop doing and it's, it's coming out of you, it's forcing its way out of you and you've been at it for a bit. I think that's up to you to decide uh, if you're an artist or not. So I know this is still ambiguous, but it's definitely something that's worth thinking about. And I think there are a lot of people, just like I was talking with Paul Rustan uh, on my most recent interview, we were talking about social media and people being able to, they just jump on social media and it's just like, there's without a frame of reference, without some sort of foundation, a lot of people are just trying to do the quick push button, fast track to success. What's the secret sauce? Uh, let me push this button and get there. I would just caution people to throw that out there too too quickly because people are not going to take you seriously. People are going to be able to see if you if you have an Instagram account and you've got, you know, uh, I'm not saying that somebody can't start an Instagram account and put two paintings up. Maybe you've been doing it for 40 years and you put two paintings up. But if you're just starting out and you put two paintings up and they're your first two paintings and you're saying, I'm an artist, DM me to buy all original work or something, um, I would just caution you. I don't want to tell anybody that that's wrong, but I would just caution you to to stay at it for a bit and, um, you know, hone your craft a little bit, put in some hours and 
once you get to that point where you've had some feedback from multiple people that it looks like you're onto something, then give it a go, put it out there, see what you can do. But um, yeah, I think that's the crux of it all. With risk comes reward. So this was just something that was on my mind today, and I, I just thought I'd kick it out there for all of you, and maybe some of you disagree with me. And you know what? You can all go, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you, that's fair game. You can disagree. I welcome it. Feel free to reach out to me and give me your thoughts. But um, just like almost everything else I talk about on here, is it Bukowski style, sleeping on a park bench, drinking yourself into a coma every night and creating your art just for you, sacrificing relationships, uh, sacrificing jobs, all that, not letting anybody into your studio unless you invite them in. Is it that intense? Probably not, especially not nowadays. But is it also, I just made my first painting today on a whim and I'm an artist? Probably not also. So like everything else, it's somewhere in the middle. As long as you've got a good head on your shoulders, as long as you're your heart's in the right place and you're trying at it. Um, I, I think that time will become apparent to you and you can say, you know what? I feel comfortable calling myself an artist. If nobody raises an eyebrow at you saying you're an artist, then you're probably there. You're there, kid. Welcome to the club. You're one of us now, one of the artists. So yeah, so that's just my mid-afternoon um, pondering. I just wanted to share with you guys. Uh, I think what I'm going to do, because it's fun, and I don't know, it just kind of wet my appetite, but I think I'm going to end with another poem. This one written by myself in my book that I released called The City Will Rise. This was a collection of original poems and paintings, a compilation of sorts, but we're going to end on a positive note with a poem that I call Encouragement, and I'm going to read it as Mr. Charles Bukowski, just for fun. So, here we go. And in true Bukowski form, I'm going to... Ah, yes. Open up a little beverage. And uh, also in true Bukowski form, I just vomited off stage before reading this. So, here we go, everybody. Sit back and enjoy, and I'll see you next time. Encouragement. Finding the blockage is not what matters. It is discovering that there is no blockage. That is when you are free. In an absence of psychological blubbering and pus, that is when the ideas ooze out and flow like a spring stream carving its way down the mountainside. Blockage. I know not the word, for motion is stronger. It is the only thing. Simply set things in motion. Take action and discover the truth, hidden behind a veil of inadequacy, paralysis, monotony, contradictions, stagnancy. There is nothing there. Nothing that you have not put there yourself. Therefore, forget yourself, and remember to breathe. The rest will follow. Trust me. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.